0: Wag wow, what? I tried calling you but I couldn't reach you. I just wanted to know if you were okay. If you were really, really okay, you know? If you're happy. Are you happy? I wish we could have talked on the phone, man, so just I could hear your opinion on this or your thoughts on this you're really okay. But hey, if you're not, you shouldn't be afraid of dark days. Call me. What up, what up? Thank you so much for checking out yet another episode of the Kingship Podcast. Introducing the instrumental series of the podcast. Yes, I'm doing the absolute most, but uh, I know you like it, so I'm going to keep doing that. So this instrumental series is all about having uncut conversations around mental health. This is the first installment of the series, and uh, it tells the story of why... I chose to champion mental health. Have a listen. So, May twenty seventh, twenty seventeen, at six p.m., I was just come out of the bathroom, right? And my dad, I found missed calls from my dad. He, I don't know, he was trying to reach me, right? So when he finally, when I finally got out of the bathroom and, um called him back this was actually the day after the casper concert and i remember i'd been lazing around in the house because i was exhausted we had been working the previous night and yeah like i'd just been resting pretty much the whole day was a sunday so my dad calls me and like when he finally reaches me i'm like yo what's up it's it's six o'clock it's like six going on 6 30 and he's like yo what are you doing i'm like uh no no he actually asked me are you busy i'm like on sunday at 6 30 like <laughs> what could i possibly be doing except waiting for monday to start so it's like are you busy i'm like uh no what's up it's like uh can you come home i'm like bro you never asked me to come home at 6 or 6 30 like my folks actually hate it every time i leave home in the evening because i was like when into a you?' like direct translation um why do you like going out at night so I was, it was pretty strange for me that my dad would ask me to go home um, at 6:30 on a freaking Sunday so I'm like I right, cool I'm coming through so in the process of me you know just being in the house singing you know having a good time getting ready to go home he sends me a note on whatsapp and he says uh, that's your sister's no 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 actually no before that happens, before he actually sends me this note. So I'm calling I try to call my sister because I'm trying to find out what's what's going on, like why what, what's so urgent about this situation that I have to come home. I call my mom. So I'm like, yo, what's up? Dada I nippigia atyana home what's going on? She's like ah. She was like Ahwa. So, direct translation for my people who don't speak Swahili, Cherry took an overdose. So, my world starts spinning, right? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about right now? Like, what? (sighs) Yeah. And I didn't even realize, I didn't think this was going to be this hard. I tried to rehearse this shit uh so yeah so you know I call my boyfriend uh yeah I had a boyfriend then and I was like yo can you please come home I think he was recording like can you please come home my sister just tried to kill herself and he said what do you mean try to kill herself? So I remember, like, snapping at him because I'm like, what the fuck, like, what don't you understand about this statement? I just said what the fuck I had to say about this, you know? And I just hung up the phone, and I was like, I'm shaking. I hung up the phone, and I was like, fuck it, I- I'm leaving, I'm going. So, you know, this whole time I'm going home, I'm just thinking, like, Like, what's going on? What's going on? Like, what was the situation? Like, I I don't understand. And in 2017, I wasn't really having a great um, year, so to speak, as far as Uncut was concerned. Like, my shows had kind of flopped. There was, like, you know, there was mismanagement uh, in one place. So I I had made, like, some pretty crazy losses. So this information coming to me at this time was like, okay, how much possibly could this... Could it get worse? So I go home, and no one is home, right? And it, where, like, my mom was living in like some uko pandara It's like I think Pastika. And my dad was in our house in Nairobi. I go home and no one is there. So apparently, now my cousin was there, and cousin said like, "Yo, everybody." dad and my sister they'd gone to meet my mom's to pick her up to come home. So I was like, I cool. But at that point I, I think I was still in disbelief. I was like, this is crazy. Oh yeah, so now let's circle back to the note. So you know after my mom tells me that my dad tell sends me my sister's note yeah on WhatsApp. She sent me a note that my sister had written before, you know, she took the OD and she was like, yo, I'm so tired of living and you know, I'm over it, and you know, she said, "Funny thing, dad is actually in the living room, but I think I'm gonna do it today." Something like something of that sort. But I remember texting my my dad, heartbreaking. But like at that point, I'm shaking. I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" I'm like, "Yo, this is some crazy shit." I'm also trying to get ready to go home. Because <clears throat> living from where I'm actually going home Was also kind of a distance. I'm like, okay, I, I need to get home It's gonna be okay Because, again, I said my parents hate it Because I travel at night I'm a night person, I'm a night owl So, yeah, so I get home And every, no one is home my, sis, my cousin is there A direct cousin, my first cousin My second cousin, she's home <clears throat> So I'm like, yo, what's up? What's happening? She's like, oh, she just came home She was like, eh It's like God was, you know, something spoke to me because, you know, I I just came and I wasn't even coming home. She was coming to talk to my mom about something else, I think, or just coming to visit. I don't remember. The details are kind of blurry, but she was just coming home for some strange reason. And when she came home, she wanted to use the bathroom. So while she wanted to use the bathroom because no one else was there, my other sister, our last born. So, yes, it's my younger sister, the one who's uh, our second born. I'm the first born so she wanted to use the bathroom but the bathroom was locked so, so she's like hey okay so Cheryl is in there is in there our, our pet name for her is Cherry because you know mostly we use tiny <laughs> so our, our pet name for her at home is, is Cherry but it's pronounced Cheryl so she's like ah a bit Cherry is in there um, and you know she's doing her thing, so she kind of went to wait it out. So apparently one of my sister's friends had hit, had hit up my parents on Facebook. She was like, "Hey yo, are you home?" She tried. She reached my mom, and she reached my she reached my mom actually. She was like, "Are you home? Please check on Cheryl. I think she's going to do something crazy." Okay. So my mom called my dad. Right. This is after now. My cousin had been there, and then she was like, "Hey." Cheryl has been in there for a minute, but you know, she's still waiting. So my dad went to knock on the door. Um the bathroom door. Yeah, this shit happened at home. My dad went and knocked on the door. And, you know, banging on it, banging on it, and <clears throat> Mrs. Dad passed out on the on the on the toilet seat. Um and I don't know what they did. I guess he kind of finally opened it. And he carried her to the living room. And you know she threw up. And apparently it was a very emotional moment. But you know when I get home. You know obviously I'm just like. You know I don't know. People tell me I'm a strong person. I don't know what gives them that impression. Maybe something inside of me. Or maybe because I'm loud. I don't know. So I guess I've always been that. And you know I tried to not aggravate the situation by crying but at the same time I just couldn't keep it together and my sister kept saying over and over again I'm sorry I'm sorry and I'm like I'm sorry like I'm the firstborn how could I not see like all this shit happening but anyway you know fast forward to it was a second attempt you know i'd asked her at some time before what had happened to her arm and apparently she had cut herself but she told me she fell she was cycling and she fell on glass that shit didn't make sense to me but then also i my sister and i are pretty close so i I was like she would never lie to me so i was like all right cool i'm not gonna be like disrespectful by trying to like question you further if she says she fell she says she fell you know but then you know That was the first attempt, and this was the second one, and I really don't know what happened in that period of time to really lead her to that moment. But you know, they say that never, you never really know what happens. So, you know, we had a conversation about it. You know, my mother was there; she's crying, she's like feeling inadequate, she's asking, like, you know, we're all just like, you know, what the fuck is going on? So that's the next day. The first day was just, you know, we chilled, we prayed, and like. i guess we tried to talk about it honestly i don't really remember what happened that night if i try to talk but i remember there was a lot of praying and you know like a lot of crying also so um yeah the next day my dad had left he had a breakdown at work somebody had to drive him home um i also left went to my own crib no actually after two days No, the next day, yeah, the next day, because I had to go to work, is when I went back to my crib, and I remember I had been invited for Nasty C's um, listing session for Strings and playing, but I couldn't make it because I just got to the house. Like, I think I put up a front all through the way from home to my house. I think, like, my mind was just racing but i remember getting to the door of the house and like getting to the bedroom and just like fucking breaking down and i was just like yo i'm so sorry i'm not gonna be able to make a nasty seeds thing tonight i really don't have the strength to be around people at this time and honestly that situation really changed my life in in a very crazy way because You know that's one thing you see on the internet, but you never think would happen so close to home. You know, yeah. So that was the situation for me. I was like, yo, like, how did I not see this coming? And then like. I started questioning myself, like, what is it about me that makes her feel like she can't talk to me about shit like that? Like, for her to get to that moment and actually tell her friends, who would try to reach my parents on Facebook, like, why couldn't she call me? Why couldn't she tell me? Like, it it was such a heartbreaking moment, and, like, it was just so crazy. I remember, like, just crying and, like, like, yo, it was ugly. It was ugly. It was ugly. So how that shit changed my life it was it was crazy fast forward that was May 2017 right and in August uh my then boyfriend and I had just he just launched his project and we're having a party and we were drinking we're turning up right so yeah Shorty was wasted. I think I was drinking a lot because it really got to a point where I couldn't even sit in the living room of my house. I had to, like, get on the balcony because I always felt so suffocated. I always felt so constricted. Like, I'd sit in the matatu and just... I couldn't get on the little ones because I'd I'd feel like like everything was caving in on me. And when I got on the big ones, I always ended up breaking down in the middle of the journey. Like, my boyfriend was always like, okay, my ex, fuck. He was always like... Why you crying? Why you crying? And I was just like, this nigga is an asshole. Honestly, I'm so sorry if you're listening to this right now. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this nigga is an asshole. I just told you, my sister tried to commit suicide and you're asking me why the fuck I'm crying? Like, I know he meant well. Honestly, don't take it wrong. He's a really good dude. He has a really pure heart. I know he was trying to be like, no, 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 don't cry. But then how it came to me was like stopping an asshole. And like, it was just a very traumatic time for me so august he's launched his project and you know we start fighting in front of people in front of company we get to the house and you know shorty is wasted i'm hella wasted and i end up getting hurt um uh you know like there was a there was an escapade with the security guard and i remember just keeping on telling him like yo <clears> hmm <throat> i remember telling him like you're like there's nothing to live for you know i just it was fucked up it was really it was a really fucked up time because after may i had a show for Uncut in, in thika in june and it was a terrible show like i didn't make sales again you remember in march i had a show i didn't make sales in june i wanted to cancel it but then my sister was like if you cancel that show i'm gonna feel like it's because of me and that's not weight that i want to carry blah, blah, blah. and i was like I cool i'm gonna go through with it so i went through with it and jude made fucking losses um <clears throat> i was in debt actually and then you know coming back to that, then fast forward to August, you know, I think, like, at that point I was just like, I'm almost giving up, it's only that I can't, I can't kill myself, but if something does it's okay, it's fine because I'm ready to go, like, it's better than living a life of suffering, you know so, yeah fast forward, August I wake up morning, my boyfriend is like, my ex, he's like have you ever seen yourself, I'm like no why because I remember the night before we were drinking and I woke up he wasn't in bed next to me so I knew I had fucked up like every time he wasn't next to me in bed or he was sleeping on the couch I knew I'd said some shit or we'd argued you know some bullshit yeah this is me saying I wasn't perfect too so I woke up I'm like okay fuck where is he at and then he comes in the room he's like have you even seen your face I'm like no why what's up so he brings the mirror to my face and oh my god God, oh my god. My face was all fucked up. The left thing, actually yeah the right hand side of my face I had like I was swollen, all of my face was swollen, and then the right hand side is like I'd fallen, I'd scratched my face like I'd really like bruises. It looked like I had been in an accident. So because I was drunk, I don't remember what was happening the night before, you know. But I do remember that part where I was like, like beat me to the death of me. It's cool. So I don't, I I don't know who did that, but I remember it was outside, and I think it was a security guard. So, because my boyfriend wasn't there at the time, he'd gone to look for the key, which I had lost, cause I was drunk. Damn, I I honestly, my life spiraled after after me. So. Um, so there was an escapade. He shows me my face. My face is all fucked up. I don't have my phone. He, I had to be indoors. I tell him like I apologize because honestly, I really, really loved him. Honestly, he's a kind person. He didn't deserve any of the shit that I was giving him most of the time, to be quite honest. So I'm like, I'm really apologetic about this shit. And then we make up. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Honestly, I, I honestly honestly i really i really am i really was and i really still am about that shit i can't honestly take it back or correct any of that shit but it happened so we were like we're good so i have to stay indoors for a week because you know it was telling me outside in the building my blood was all over because i'd cut myself i have a like a, a little scar on my on my left on my left hand next to my tribal tattoo I put my hand in glass and like it, it had popped open so in the morning I had that wound on my on my left hand and then my face was fucked yeah and then also I hang over so yeah that was it was, that was it was pretty interesting morning so anyway all this situation after that just made me realize that, you know, you always imagine some shit is so far away from you. Because I remember back in college, I had a, I had a boyfriend who who had lost both of his parents and was being raised by his... Um, his grandparents and he like he used to talk to me about his feelings of inadequacy like who am i you know what did i do to deserve to grow up with our parents why did they have to die so early you know and he he told me once like oh like he was emotional and shit and he'd tell me about he i'm crying or i'm feeling depressed and I'd be like don't be a pussy like grow up who's which nigga is crying like <laughs> grow the fuck up man yeah so You think that it's so far away from you. But that shit is much closer than you expect. And throughout the process of my feelings of inadequacy as uh, an elder sister... Who didn't even notice that my sister was going through it. Or who didn't even... Who... Like I judged myself for not being open enough for her to come and talk to me about stuff like that. Um, It made me feel like how many other people are out there who might have gone through the same situation or who are in the same position and, and they're just like what the fuck is going on that made me want to focus more on um mental health you know and i do have uncomfortable conversations with my sister. I'm like yo i heard you know some shit went down what's up and we just sit there and we just you know we talk about stuff It's a conversation that hasn't been raised at home as a family. Our youngest doesn't even know. But up until this day, like every time I use that bathroom, sometimes it flashes in my mind and I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. This is crazy. Um I'm like, I don't know, it just it just takes me to a point, but my sister and I are cool Um, I got her therapy you know (laughs) I I got her signed up for therapy I, I had her like you know talking to somebody and we're still working through it this is not like a one day process but yeah this is like this is as vulnerable as I've tried to be as open and as honest as I've tried to be about the situation and besides like one friend actually and my ex this is the first time that I'm actually giving this story in detail in detail of how it actually went down and what really happened and what really inspired this whole journey and shout out to my ex for also you know giving me that idea he said with everything happening with your sister it would be a great time to champion that because a lot of people are going through it especially in hip-hop even outside of hip-hop but I'm talking about hip-hop because we're a hardcore genre and everyone is just like you know I'm the man I'm the nigger you know and no one is just as as willing to be open about these conversations and honest and just be like yo I've been I've been at a place but lately I've seen a lot more people come out um with their stories and just be like yo it's been it's been tough it's been a minute and you know shout out to you for being a champion um for mental health and coming out and speaking about it so that's my story that's what that's what inspired this whole mental health journey and since it's mental health week all of this week we're gonna be doing a series of those so look out for those and um hang in there stay strong Stay dope. Stay you. Um, You're not your circumstances. They don't define you. Peace. Thank you for checking this out. If you enjoyed this, please share with your friends. And look out for this podcast across my Facebook page, Ruby V. And also my YouTube page, which is just Ruby V and uh, add me on social media at JustRubyV. If you have any stories that you want to share on the podcast about your mental health journey, feel free to talk to me. This is a dope space. This is a free, non-judgmental space. So... Get at me, hit me up at Jessro BV, and let's talk from there. Thank you so much. Talk about dark days. I'm gonna hang over and I do dark shades, trying to hide my black face. I must say, I'm gonna talk in the last days, not talking about revelation, but a revolution, a solution to mental.